0: The following episode of Council of the First Ones was recorded on March 15, 2015.
1: This is part two of our March 15th special podcast. In this one, we're going to discuss the uh, mini-comic that came with Ular. And we got to let you know, spoilers, very, very, very spoilery podcast here. You've been warned. <coughs>
0: And we need to tackle this snout spot in the room.
2: We have to?
0: Yes. The Fall of Eternia. Masters of the Universe. First of a three-part saga. Homecoming. Which, by the way, is the title a reference to Emiliano's Homecoming or like a slap on the face to Emiliano's Homecoming? Because <laughs> right on the bat, a human comic named Homecoming and has human post new adventures returning to Eternia
1: well for our listeners uh Homecoming was a fan comic Emiliano did a long 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 time ago back in the late 80s early 90s I believe and uh, he never finished it for like 10 years but it revitalized Motu a lot I mean that generated so much buzz back in the day and even then i mean the buzz lasted like 10 years it took him a long time to actually finish the thing that he, i mean his right his art style changed completely that he had trouble finishing it because it didn't match what he was doing at the time and uh, it was really groundbreaking it, i got to give credit to emiliano for it because uh and i have a copy of it emiliano's homecoming was a continuation of events that took place after New Adventures, and it was supposed to be that the classics and uh, filmation happened in a serious tone. He left, New Adventures happened, and he came back to a different world, to a different Eternia than what he had it in King Hiss conquered Eternia through deception and corruption and all that. And, oh, it, it was just groundbreaking for its time. And like I said, I have to remind people, this was like late 80s, early 90s when he did this. I think he was a teenager at the time.
2: I've got to look for it, because I didn't know about it until just recently. So I'm hoping I can find a copy.
0: I think I think it's around online. Uh, last time I read it, it was online. But I'm not sure if it's still around.
1: Uh, you can find it. It's It's... True, I mean, that website he had went down when he combined uh, with He-Man.org, and all that happened. But uh, it was a long, long time ago, and I guess this is before 2000X, way before 2000X days, and way before any of that. So, uh, again, it was a cool tribute, because uh, you saw New Adventures, and it's just the storyline. But, again, he never continued it, because there was no point to it.
0: Maybe a nod to the fan comic by Emiliano Santalucia. If you c- Google it, if you haven't read it, check it out. And also check out the official Mattel comic. And let us know your opinions on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash TGR Club. So, here's how it starts. The comic starts. With the Horde Empire on retreat, victory seemed inevitable. But he and Skeletor were cast from the final battle. And it was left to the Princess of Power to defeat Horde Prime alone and once and for all. Returning from Trolla... He-Man found his sister was now lost, but the Empire in ruins. For a decade, the action-adventure followed He-Man on his quest to locate his lost twin. Meeting strange new allies and fierce new enemies, He-Man battled across the universe, receiving news of his father's passing. Adam now races towards Eternia at last, this time as its king, heir to the throne of Eternal's Palace. Written by Scott Knightley.
1: I'm sorry, I gotta put this in here. Is this the scroll to Star Wars Episode (laughs) 7?
2: I think we've already written that for Disney. Okay,
0: straight out of the bat, I have one nitpick. Ten years have passed. Ten years of action, adventures, new characters, old characters. And what do we get? A stinking paragraph. Seriously, Scott has a fetish for. For all the cool stuff to have an off panel. Not cool, man. Not cool.
1: Well, he doesn't have that many pages to work with. I mean, this is under a budget. And he only has so much to do. And they don't want the young He-Man coming in here. I'm thinking at this point and the way he looks a little bit in the the, uh, comics up ahead for a while. He looks like he's in his early 40s. Now, this is the older He-Man now, this is the mature He-Man, and what kind of adventures he had, well, that's just leaving it up to play, you know, your imagination.
0: But here, but here's the thing, this is not the first time he's done that, because we had for the first Ultimate Battle, well, the first, second Ultimate Battleground, I already lost count, we missed out on the whole Etheria thing, then we had, oh, hey, where wanna go for some new adventures?
1: Oh, yeah, bro,
0: new adventures... Off panel, we started with with one eye flip shot, uh, floating head flog, where the hex Hydron. Everything's happening off panel, but we get some really cool splash pages of characters we can barely see,
2: and some that we really don't want to see that we can see too
1: clearly. <laughs> I do like Let's that,
2: that again. The artwork was <laughs> still on the title page.
1: Well, that's why I'm I'm heading there because one. I'm trying, uh, I wanted to bring up the time. How long do you think this is now? I mean, this is what I liked about uh, Emiliano's homecoming, was that it dealt the issue with time. In it, he quickly draws that in the beginning, it was He-Man, Man-at-Arms, Teela, Stratos, and that was it. And then as the years progressed, you know, the other heroes, the battles, the adventures. And so I assume this is where the mini-comic went to. That the battle of Skeletor took a couple of years. The battle with um Hordak and, and King Hiss took a, a couple of more years. So
2: Well it is mentioned a little later on that it was more than ten years.
1: Oh, that he's been gone right. from Eternia. So overall I was gonna say, how long do you think the the He Man on Eternia thing how long do you think that was?
0: Uh you mean He Man until the second ultimate battleground?
1: Yeah. If you had to give it years.
2: I would say it had to be a good 10 years because you saw Adam slash man grow up, grow into He-Man.
0: Okay, if we assume that Adam started at 16 based on the MYP, and he was roughly in his early 20s by around Secret of the Sword.
2: Which it does say early 20s in the so, Bible.
0: I'd say he, yeah, roughly uh huh. 10 years range from the first time he held his Sword Aloft all the way to the second ultimate battleground, Shlama a ding dong
2: Yeah, and then if we're figuring he was gone for at least a decade and he's coming back in, I would say, mid to late 40s. Don't forget, he's time traveling. So it should take more of an effect on him, too, on his body and all like that.
1: Yeah, because we don't know how long he was in Preternia, too, so.
2: Right, because he went back in time, went into the future.
1: So, yeah, looking at the that first page, and you see the quick headshot of him. He does look mature. He looks, I mean, so does, um, yeah, they look older, way older.
2: Yeah, I would actually, instead of mid to late 40s, I'd put him in the 50s. No, I wouldn't. Oh. I'd say early 50s. But we don't know how old Flipshot was, and they definitely made him look a lot older. I wouldn't say
1: 50s. He, he looks like early 40s, I
2: think. 45 at most, and that's
1: giving him... Yeah, because... Okay, so he went... Because I don't think he ages normally, too.
2: Right, we don't know the aging process. Well, oh,
1: to,
0: to be fair, more or less, doing, doing math, if he started at 15 or 16 and he was around 21, 22... With Adora and the Ultimate Battleground was roughly at 25, just to have a round number. That's around 9 to 10 years, right? Then he went 5 years New Adventures, and he, and if he was 25-ish, he'd be 30-ish at the end of New Adventures before the Ultimate the Ultimate Battle at Troll uh, with Skeletor dying and everything. And he spent 10 years looking for his sister. That would put, put him in early 40s. And, and again, this is a guesstimate because we don't have an exact time frame between when he raised his sword and when the second Ultimate Battleground started because Scott could say, oh no, Heman Heeman was in his, in his 20, in, he was 23 when the Ultimate Battleground happened and by the end of NA, he was 28 and, and he for all we know, he could be, he could still be in his 30s. That's why we need a, a somewhat accurate timeline of, his of his life. Events. And huh. we also don't, And we also don't know if Eternian years are the same as Earth years, because...
2: And and don't forget, he's half Earthling, half Eternian. So he's going to age differently than a normal Eternian and a normal Earthling.
1: Uh, (laughs) Aging in (laughs) sci-fi. Well, that, and I imagine, too, you know, I mean, his body, you know, he... I assume he has enhancements. He has, of course, stamina. He has super strength and stamina alone gives you a different body chemistry especially when it's elevated and i assume you know he gets injured he heals pretty quick and so that means that his body doesn't well, yes, I, like a magical worse, healing factor
2: Worst comes to worse if he gets injured and he doesn't heal fast enough he goes to his sister who has the power to heal immediately remember She healed Swiftwin in a matter of seconds!
0: Yeah, we we have the magic factory there too, so we don't know how bodies react to magic and everything. But yeah, Heeman comes back to Eternia, and Sky High and Flipshot are friends.
1: What? Well, I think he, I don't think he's been, like, completely away, away. I think he's probably stopped in once in a while. Yeah, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Not every year, but I think he's been there.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have their version of Skype. That if he wasn't physically there, he checked in, make sure everything was going okay. Yeah, they have those
1: hologram projectors.
0: <laughs> we didn't, didn't we discuss that during Mara's bio? They they had to take off from Starship Eternia to locate Hema because they didn't have the
1: technology, but now they do. <laughs> Oh, we don't know our cell phone goes international, intergalactic, dude.
2: So we pretty much have gone through the first panel. We now,
0: the, well, basically the first page. I gotta give kudos to Axel for getting for the art. I mean the background. and he even the a... theme that the, that the decor. He love is... the sight of artists. Love the sight of classic filmation palace. It's like
2: ah, it I is mean, nice. I'd love to have one of his pe- pieces to hang up in my master's room. He is such a wonderful artist. Even when he gets a lousy story that he has to illustrate.
1: And then on the next page, we have an awesome cameo. Oh yeah,
0: that 2000x Palace card, dude, Council of Wisdom looks really awesome. Seriously, all we need is a new armor and the head cuz the pieces from Eternos Palace Randor, normal King Randor and normal figures would lend themselves to Oh, you mean Detective Lubick? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree. I mean, I wish they'd give us like the armor packs so we can change the Palace Guard into the MYP version of the Palace Guards. What's wrong with Lubik? What <laughs>
0: no Lubik <Lubick's> cool, <laughs> but I think he's died in a in a myriad of rights issues, but since they don't name him we know it's Lubick, but
1: you're a slacker. Well, he's just an old ball guy. So.
0: <laughs> exactly. So we're calling him Lubick out of love, love or respect of the '87 movie. And what is it with him and him trying to look like a Vegas magician? <laughs> I, th-
1: I think now he, uh, at this point, he's like, I got to be the king. How do you know? He's wearing a cape. So. <laughs> But
0: to be fair, the red cape looks a lot better on him than the blue cape.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then again, in the background, um, I mentioned this because I, I had to call Joe up and say, Joe, uh, you've aged. Uh, <laughs> unofficially, uh, I do uh, acknowledge that uh, Sky High came from uh, Joe Amato. <laughs> I
2: think everyone admits that, except for Mattel, who stole the idea. <laughs> him Sky High. As long as I've known Joe. And I just wish Mattel would give him that credit.
1: Well, Joe doesn't want to be called a white guy. So, okay, that's how he looks underneath the helmet. All right. And I got that straight from Joe himself. He doesn't want to be referred to as a white guy.
2: Nah. But then we do see the aging queen.
1: Uh,
0: This part made me face bomb, literally, and hard.
2: Yeah, they made her look more like a nun. No, not, not so much the, the
0: Queen's appear not so much the non-Queen's appearance, but the whole Eternian Earth connection that they were teasing, it was a cheap cop-out. It was like, like Scott literally painted himself into a corner and was like, what? oh crap, I forgot to have the Eternian Earth connection. Yeah, and... A half-Eternian, half-Earthling will defeat the evil horde. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I
2: mean, that, I'm done. That could have been eliminated. That really could have been because the people who are getting this mini-comic, the sub- because it's part of the sub-exclusive, we are diehard fans. We know this connection already. I mean, maybe he was thinking maybe down the line in five years when some kid picks it up, To look at what this thing is, because the kids don't know what a book is, no less a comic book, that he figured, okay, we have to give them this background knowledge.
1: Okay, and this is, again, Scott is an executive. He's not a writer, and the dialogue is awkward. I get that, okay, this is the information you have to give, and you only have so much space You only have so much dialogue, really, you're afforded to. But it could have been a little smoother. It could have been a little better. And the way I wanted it to... When he mentioned this, I kept thinking, well, what would I have done? I would have done, not the prophecy, and check this out, tell me if this isn't a better idea, that in reality, the Earth was aware of the Horde Empire, and Marlena was really on a secret mission and Earth has been secretly fighting the Horde Empire.
0: Dude. You could totally have connected Max Steel, the new version, with the whole alien invasion being part of the Horde's attempts to take over the
1: Earth. Wait, are we talking about crossover? This was Project Photog. This was Major Mac Mason and all that other stuff they hinted at at the beginning or a few years ago that Earth was really at war with the Horde Empire, but it was a secret war. Because they kept Earth hidden.
2: That would have made more sense, and also, like, said, Project Photon, and closed up the gaps there.
0: And, and uh, a crossover potential with the whole Matt Mason thing, and I wouldn't have been surprised if one of the scientists there was James McGrath, better known as Big Jim, boom, there.
2: Which would have tied in the Big Jim legacy into the Masters. Well, at least
0: at least no one can, no one mentioned the horrible rumor about Earth being Eternia being in an alternate dimension or prehistoric Earth.
2: Um, we still have two more mini comics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh crap on a stick! It's a shame, but again, I I consider that a missed opportunity. The only thing said, oh by the way, uh, there was a prophecy about Earth and Eternian born saving the galaxy and. All that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't the prophecy about twins? So, okay,
0: the prophecy was about twins. The one that we've been hearing for years. Twins, 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 twins. Clone the swords because sh- they're twins, 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 and twins. Then,
2: and then she comes out and says, "Never expecting twins." <laughs> it could have been a
1: separate prophecy. You know, just prophecies are weird. And uh, to be fair,
0: I also never expected twins. How could you make? Arnold Schwarzenegger be Danny DeVito's brother.
2: <laughs> Aren't those identical twins? I can't tell them apart. I
0: don't know, but, uh, I gotta say, these next few pages are like cringe worthy, especially those you know, starting with a, but if I am to be king, I must first have a queen. Dun dun dun. Yeah, everybody knows to steal. Yeah,
2: come on. Big secret. That those two were meant to be
1: together. And I'm like, okay, well, let, let's go that route. And then on the next page, I have a huge uh, beef. Uh, the big, huge uh, Castle of skull there, it looks too much like the toy. The the angle, you know, of the, the sidewall and all that, it looks like it's hollow. No, it looks hollow, like but... you see
2: the joint where yeah.
0: that rod is going to open it up. It does. Huh? I I guess this was a Mattel mandate. It must look like the toy. It could have been. Uh, if it if it had to look like the toy, that Heman's too tiny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. Proportional. We need uh, to get it correct.
0: I'm so saving. I know Axel posted a pic of human kissing the sorceress. I'm so saving that for my cell phone's wallpaper. It's a really great image.
2: Yeah, it is. Gorgeous. I do like that. Again, she's
1: changed. She does look older too, and I'm glad she's mellowed out a little bit. <laughs> she smiles, and <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest.
0: It might be a, a small nitpick with the art, but Tila smiling looks a bit creepy. I mean, I thought
2: I'm, I'm, I,
0: I'm not trying. I'm not trying to take a jab at Axel's art, cause his art is amazing. But their smiling, she
2: looks off. It looks like she was just hit with Joker's poison and has the Joker's grin. <laughs> she totally does.
0: Hey, he man, why so serious? Now, but, now, once again, nitpicking at, at the writing. I know this is barely insignificant, but poor Mattel, who's often trying to get the names right, every blah, blah, blah. I still have my oath. I must protect Grayskull Castle for over 30 years. We've heard it's Castle Grayskull Castle Grayskull but again this may have been like that well the the lettering is done digitally so there's no there's no no excuse to have to have Grayskull Castle instead of Castle Grayskull
2: yeah it
1: sounds off especially coming from Mattel
2: I am surprised they let that slip
1: well dc has uh, i think they have a better deal saying they have certain liberties and well it's a non issue to me
2: well, this was an in-house it publication Yeah. as far as the writing, the artwork, the editing. All that was done inside Mattel. So I do blame Mattel for letting that slip up because they have been for 30 years a Castle Grayskull.
1: Well, partly, yeah, but it's a little formal. I mean, I know in Europe they, they do that. Sometimes when they do lettering, uh, the letterer will take his own uh, little spin on things. So grammatically, uh, well, that's again. I know you're saying copyright issues. Grammatically, it's not wrong.
0: No, oh, th- that—that's why I said. That's why I specifically said it for trademarks to, and, and brands sc-
2: Going to grammatically, that it would have been apostrophe s and then castle.
0: No, no. Graceful castle is grammatically correct, but just because it's grammatically correct, it doesn't mean that for trademark issues, it's correct. Yeah. But, but yeah. Le- this next page is the one I'm dreading, well, not the most, but I'm dreading it a lot, because Dare is totally coming in December.
2: Yeah, that's what the rumors are. Well, it
1: makes sense, it's the last figure, supposedly for the uh, MOTU line. The
2: Classics line. Yeah,
1: the Classics line, and so it, it makes sense that we're going to see a Dare. I'm not happy with it, but...
0: I don't think anyone is. Well... Maybe Scott is happy, but every, everyone else, I don't think so. Scott's gone, man. Just leave. I know he's gone, but... But
2: this is Scott's legacy. Exactly.
0: And here's the thing. I loathe, hate, despise the idea of there. I loathe, hate, despise that he's wearing Daddy's hand-me-downs. But, <laughs> well, but this since place... he is wearing Daddy's hand-me-downs, that means I loathe, despise, hate Mattel for making me having to buy two of him because I'm so getting the second one, popping off that horrible head, get a third party cast of the snake armor He-Man head or buy a second snake armor He-Man head from anyone who doesn't want that head. Paint that vest purple I mean magenta, pop the snake armor head and have my two thousand X
1: Adam. Dude, I don't think we're getting I don't think we're getting that. Dare.
0: Yeah, we're get, we're getting the horrible Hero 2.0 with the New Adventures He-Man hand-me-down armor.
2: But they could do Dare like this, because that would then use Lizard Man's buck. Because it is a smaller, thinner buck, almost like for a teenage
0: boy. No, but I, th- I think that if, and this is gigantic, if, if we're getting there, we may get him in the normal buck just to get a twofer. Because basically... The the pants are the same. The boots are the same. Uh, They could make a compromise to have the already hero gloves on, which saves them on parts, and he would basically be a new vest. One or two heads. There we go. A super cheap figure that it's paying for the tooling of Multibot, Dragstore, Sorad, etc., etc.
1: Well, let me bring up a couple of things, too, from that page. We do see the... I don't think, again, later we're going to meet them, so I'll, I'll talk about those uh, masters when we get to them a little bit more. But Who's the one who's crowning him?
2: I have no idea.
1: Uh, pointy Hat Man.
2: That's what I'm calling him. Pointy
0: Hat Man, who seems to be a reuse of Eldor parts, uh, Hamburglar He-Man, a big chain, and a clansman helm with the face area torn off so we can see his face.
1: And I'm like, okay, and so then bottom ones, we see the king He-Man now. He's not called Adam anymore. No.
0: And yeah, that was, that was a huge cop-out with the whole not using his royal birth name. Oh, now your name is He-Man. No. You could have called him Adam the He-Man King, or Adam
1: the King He-Man. I think he kind of gave up being Adam.
2: Yeah, I think he did give up his alter ego. And it's just showing that he's going to remain with the power. But what I took offense to right away, yes, they introduced Dare. How dare they turn around this early? Because he hasn't even touched the power sword, calling him the heir to the power of P man
1: She's a sorceress.
2: Doesn't matter. He hasn't even touched it.
0: Remember, this is Scott, the writer of classics.
1: For copyright reasons, when you see the packaging, it's gonna say "Dare," I mean "Hero, heir to the power of He-Man."
2: <laughs> no, the uh, sticker actually said "Hero, son of He-Man."
1: No, but the, uh, the his his card somewhere along the way. I mean, that's just to uh, especially too with the awesome. logo there. Yeah, with the logo there and all that. Ugh, yeah, that's, that's so far. Yeah, I'm cringing now.
0: Yeah, so far this has been like all avoid. For Scott to Shove does this failed concept. Even though people do not want it.
2: I, so, we, so we do have a little easter egg from a filmation.
0: From filmation, from New Adventures, because I well, see Master Sabrian. I, I the,
2: see Drizzy. Oh, I do remember the name of the species that stayed with Tila when she fell into the abyss. Uh, I think I see Pookie next to Drizzy. Yeah.
0: I see Gwildor. I think... I know also the Fanlan and
2: it's from Filmation. I can't remember its name. Who? I think it's the Flying Bee thingy.
1: Yeah,
2: I can't remember its name.
1: I it, it's from Filmation episode. episode. Yeah, well somebody will let us know. I mean and I think the kid next
0: to it is Stanlan who has I think one or two appearances on Filmation.
1: Well, it is a nice cameo and it looks like Gracie found somebody and had a kid. I'm happy
0: for her. Maybe, maybe that could be yeah, that... And... Oh, he
2: looks
0: like, Uh... Oh, sorry? I think I like... Uh, it kind of looks like Spin In any case, i get... But I gotta say that I like that beardless King he That's the second head that should have come with King he
2: Yes. I never did like him with the uh, beard. I know they did it to make him look older. I hate that armor. That... It bothers me.
0: Yeah, the armor is ugly as Sin.
1: It is. I gotta agree with you guys. It is. Uh, and again, I'm not crazy that he put the king. He put the. He moved an entire kingdom. Yeah, and
0: not only that, but how quickly they build up structures in front of a castle that's supposedly on barren land in front of in front of a cliff. Abyss. Yeah, a big, a big, huge abyss that you may reach to the center of the planet. Yeah, that's the perfect place to put it. Put up a town, but.
2: Well, you put your preschool right on the edge. If it falls in, you don't worry about it.
1: Well, if you're a follower of Darwinism, yeah, sure. I don't have objections to that, but you're right. I'm Well, one, I'm thinking, well, now they're a little more advanced. They have a little more technology. Maybe they move a little quicker. And there's only just a few towers. Uh, but I'm like, okay. You know, and, the, and then... I'm still kind of like, really. You're all living in Castle Grayskull now. It's become a home. And Did
2: you upgrade it. Did you add in the modern stuff? Because
0: no, they, they, a, they. didn't even give him a
2: They
0: didn't even give him like a coat of faith or anything. Cause <laughs> we'll know that the castle was supposed to look very pristine, very beautiful. And this castle, the modern era Castle Grayskull, was supposed to look like a haunted ruins of an of an ancient castle. At least in 2000X, when King Grayskull was around, the castle looked all pristine, all clean everything. He was like, eh, I'm too lazy to do renovations.
2: Now, Tilo uh, was waiting for Adam to return home. Honey, I have a list of uh, fixes that you need to do first. Holy crap, how much back pay and alimony he has to pay for
0: there.
1: <laughs> well, I think she makes her own money. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I think she can make her own money. She's she uses magic.
2: <laughs> yeah, she just goes down to those uh, lovely crystals. Um, I need a little extra magic this month. Uh, I'm a little behind on my bills. Uh,
1: and then uh, next page is yeah, next page. <laughs> okay, next page. I do like they have the bird, which is the. Uh, for those who don't know, the bird is supposed to transform into Battle Bird or something. Craven. Uh, yeah, because uh, Hero has the option of a bird and Battle Cat. And by the way, where is Battle Cat? Dead.
2: He passed away a long time ago.
1: Cats live about 25 years, don't they, Kelly? Uh,
2: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: And I think
0: yeah, tigers... Yeah, but this is a magical tiger imbued with the power of but grace goals.
2: Adam had him since he was about eight years old when he found him in the jungles ready to be attacked.
0: But magic. In, in any case, this bothers me again because all the cool stuff, because all the bonding between him and, and their off battle.
1: Well, you have to assume okay. now he has a beard. It's been years. Yeah, but, but the thing is,
2: no, okay. he
1: doesn't
2: have the beard yet. Yeah, he, he he's has just starting. He has the peach
1: fuzz. Okay, yeah, because I was looking at the the second panel and he kind of has something, and then he doesn't in the bottom of the page.
2: Yeah, it's peach fuzz. He's just starting it. But I mean, how can we
0: get people interested in there where where all the all the info we have we have about him is hello, father. Father has been teaching me, but he won't let me try any of the big stuff.
1: There's only so many pages they can do. I mean, come on. You're limited here. Very limited.
2: You only have a 17-page comic. They can't give us all the background and the bonding and all like that, which I'd love to see. That would be great for a cartoon or a web epi- web episode series.
0: Part one of three-story And supposedly the comic with the unnamed one was supposed to tie into this. We could have gotten something instead of, instead of like, instead, all we get is, there is Whitey because his father doesn't let him try the big stuff.
1: And again, what is the big stuff? What? I mean, you're right. They, they, they jump to it and they say, father's been teaching me. And like, okay, well, you know, dad's teaching him. Uh, you assume like combats and, Stuff he's learned through his travels in outer space and all that. But he won't show me the big stuff. I'm like, what is the big stuff? What do you you want?
2: Uh, Using the power sword. (laughs) Instead of wanting to drive the car, he probably wants to try out that power sword. Can't blame him.
1: Well, yeah. And then the cheap tactic again. He puts it in a magical anvil. No, no, no. He puts it in a status field.
0: Not a stasis field, a status, a status field.
1: It looks like an anvil to me. No,
0: it, no, it looks like an anvil, ad- no, but I'm just saying what he calls it. It's so, like my status field. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking like Facebook status, like I'm angry.
2: Hey, I'm surprised Orco was able to get the, uh, spell right.
0: You're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah, okay. come
1: on. And then at the last panel, the new masters of the universe, which look awful.
0: And the whole thing. Fa- no, no, your father would be proud, Adam. We only know he died. We've seen no visits to the to the tomb of Randall or maybe to the great headstone, just to see Adam mourning for his father. He's like, okay, I'm king. Hey, son, that I never. Well, I kind of knew I had, but I never bothered to come see. I mean,
2: look at the new masters. The only one I like is Kayla. I mean. Come on, they couldn't get creative with the names. Forklift. I'm waiting to hear the beep, beep, beep.
0: <laughs> okay. If we ever get a forklift figure, that'll be my joke. He beeps every time he backs up. And
2: Airbag, does he have to crash into something to uh use no, no. power?
0: Oh no. He uses farts. Oh.
2: <laughs> no, then he would have been called Whoopee Cushion. Well,
0: he looks like a giant whoopee cushion, to be fair. Well, Kayla, yeah, she looks cool, and she's kind of like albino Tila, but I'll, I can let her slide. Uh, time Gimp Part 2, I cannot pass. I'm sorry, just give me a more many faces looking many faces. And...
1: Well, these Brennan guys looks like, supposedly... Brennan
0: looks like he's gotten
1: into S&M. Well, no, no, it's not the rim, man. These, when they say two, it's implying that it's either their kids or somebody else who just took the mantle.
0: I know, but, it's, but still, it's like, oh yeah, and the horrible thing is
1: right above many faces, two Logo. The legend of Sir Laser. <laughs> I knew you'd get a kick out of that one. Uh, I'm sorry. I was
2: trying to ignore Luzalot's name in there. Because it's mentioned one other place,
0: too. I'm, I'm sorry, but... This actually reeks of Scott trying to kiss up to Jeff Jones.
2: Wait, and that comes a little later on, please. Save it.
0: No, but seriously. Seriously. All this butt-kissing for Sir Laserlot, Sir Laserlot. It's basically medieval Cobra Commander. Crappy-looking character that it's being made... As a key character just because Scott is a fanboy of Jeff Jones. Not cool, man. Not cool. Oh, great. I I just love this trope. Who would dare to attack Eternia now?
1: Surprise! Oh, four months later, so it doesn't really count. It's four months later. It's your yep. sister! Yeah, sure.
0: It, it's four months later, but come on. On the story, it's four months later, but to us, it's next page, so it's like...
2: Time flies when you're having fun.
1: Which again explains why um, one you see the um, those uh, minions, which are like, yeah, which are like, all right, all right, you know, cool. You can put them as a figure now with the wings and all that. You see the a weird looking Skeletor with.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Does the spare have Skeletor on a leash?
2: (laughs) It sure looks it.
1: Does she? No, no.
2: Yes? Yes, That's yeah. it. the way those lines are drawn. It gives that appearance.
0: Yeah, she's got like four little red lines that are connected to the back of Skeletor's head from her left hand.
1: See, I see it, but or I guess a magic leash or something. But I was going to say is that Scarecrow's arm?
0: Uh, well, supposedly he's he. this is the undead Skeletor. and I, I love She and,
2: back to life.
0: And really, I am touched by that really great speech given by Skeletor. Oh,
2: it's so appropriate.
1: Well, I think at this point, yeah, he's he's not the Skeletor we know. He's like a mindless zombie. Exactly.
0: They brought Skeletor back to be a Adora's zombie pet. And I'm disappointed on the writers for not giving us...
1: Meh. Skeletor's line. Okay, and then that panel with again we're seeing uh, the mighty Spectre, Sir Laserlock, and the, yeah, the the guys and He Man with the beaten up sword. Which means that he's a freaking king, but he's a cheapskate. Because I'm
0: pretty sure that we saw how fast those buildings were made. I'm pretty sure there's gotta be a freaking blacksmith.
2: And oh, Maybe that's his favorite sword.
0: Yeah, but. Your favorite sword being held up by duct tape. True. That's hey, duct safe.
2: tape does wonders.
1: Not in combat, though.
2: <laughs> hey, he wants to make sure that sword can get into San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con without being confiscated.
1: Okay, and so Adora, or Despara, has apparently been in an arena. Somebody needs to explain that. For ten years? Uh,
0: doesn't make sense, because if she had... If she had the spirit of Horde Prime inside her, I know, getting ahead myself, spoilers. But if she's freaking Horde Prime inhabiting her, why would she be in a battle arena when she could use her Horde Prime powers with the power of, with the honor of graceful, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Last time we saw her, she was running around all nice and all nice reviving Skeletor with the Cosmic Enforcers. And also, did you guys notice that Forklift chops off Skeletor's arm like it was nothing? Skeletor.
2: Skeletor knows huh?
0: Skeletor, overlord of evil, gets his arm chopped Star Wars style by some newbie.
2: Forklift. Boy, it sounds like a G.I. Joe name from the 80s. And yes, that's definitely a magical leash that she is holding Skeletor with because you can see it in the next couple of panels. In her left hand. Okay, and then
1: she kills him. Well...
0: So, so, why did they have her revived Skeletor
1: in the first place? It makes no sense at all anymore.
2: I mean... Exactly. There's a big gaping hole. What happened to Adora during that 10-year period? Is that going to be the second homecoming issue? telling Filling in all these blinds?
0: No, that's going to be... Bear and Kayla's first horrible date <laughs> where he and the remaining old ma- the geriatric masters of the universe try to spy on his son to see if he does well on his first date, but uh, but yeah, that's not big. Ah, you took me from my father
2: well that uh, I can understand because don't forget Hordak's spirit of Hordak fused with her. She was raised by Hordak. She might identify Hordak even in this state. As her father, not Randor, and, and I think that's what they were getting to. Yeah.
0: But the, this basically takes takes ras story of redemption, no, becoming forth. a savior, and everything, and tossing it down the toilet because she she's back to being brainwashed by the horde because.
1: Well, it's not the horde. It's well, just Ack. And technically, the empire is gone.
0: Yeah, but technically, it's technically it's still Horde Prime. And by the Horde, I refer... First it was Hordak, now it's Horde Prime, so... And she takes off her helmet for no reason, just to show, look, we still got DC adora here, and...
2: I still think that she's gonna be coming out as a figure. That's probably why they're doing it, showing both faces.
1: But this time, I agree. I do think we will see a Despara action figure.
0: Which I'm totally gonna buy, but she's not gonna be this abomination. She's gonna be what Adora was back when she was the Horde's force captain.
2: I think they might go with this version because this is the second comic that they're showing her, second mini-comic they're showing her in this style, which is the DC. So I expect to see her with two heads, one with the Horde mask, one with the crew cut, and the football makeup on.
0: And we and we totally need that cool Horde sword, and I love the not to the... Really crappy net that the Classic Sleech got. Which, it's surprising if someone still has it in intact and out of package. Because I've heard people having that their nets have started to crumble. Mine broke a while back.
2: See, mine net hasn't crumbled at all. And it's out package.
1: I have mine in a baggie. And I don't touch it. So I can't even tell you how it is because it's in storage.
0: Just be very careful when you take it out. I'm not. If you take it out. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, and then, finally, in the next one, the big, dramatic, one-page scene of Dare running to the sword, getting the sword, and says, By the power of He-Man, I am hero. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Time for puking now.
0: Okay, let's just say the positive, okay? If we ignore that ugly speech bubble, we slightly recolor that armor, it's a nice pick of new adventures, He-Man.
2: True that way
0: but i'm sorry this is so contrived the whole if adam hasn't been teaching there the big stuff like using the power sword that the power sword gave him the knowledge the moment he touches like okay you hold me love you say by the this of this i am this or i have the this
2: i'd say someone had to teach him at least the first part because even going back to secret of the sword the sorceress had to say it several times before it sunk into a door that she had to say for the honor of Greyskull. So I'm uh, sh-
1: In the DC comics, she just picks it up once and she knows.
0: Yeah. But, but seriously, seriously, we went from the power of Skull, either the castle of the king, to the power of Eternia, the planet itself, now to by the power of He-Man.
1: Well, it kind of sort of makes sense because at this point... I think what has happened, the evolution, is that He-Man has become his own power. You know, the the power is just ingrained in, it's no longer Castle Grayskull, it's He-Man. It's him. You know, he is the embodiment, he is the power. You know, instead of saying, I have the power, you know, he is the power.
0: Yeah. No, no, that's ringing back bad flashbacks from the DC I minis, mean, but yeah, it's a... Or last that...
1: week's Ninja Turtles, I have the energy!
2: I haven't seen last week.
1: That's not a spoiler. That's just a funny clip they did.
2: (laughs) But
0: but still, it's like... I don't know. It makes him sound more derivative.
1: That I will agree with you. Well, this whole idea is bad.
0: But seriously, it's like the writer doesn't understand. Like, try to make Dare his own character. Nope. The design first, he's wearing Daddy's hand-me-downs, whether in hero mode or in Dare mode. And then, by the power of Daddy... I am call, a hero.
2: Call me it's, funny me.
0: <laughs> seriously, it sounds more like a spoiled brat, like, sounds like a spoiled dad with a very rich daddy who gets him out of trouble every single, every single time.
1: And let's point out that when the toy comes in December, it's basically gonna be a new Adventures He-Man. That's basically what we're getting.
2: With a different length ponytail. Well,
0: basically, no Adventures He-Man by Chron's forearms and hands, um, and the Heman boots, which, bleh,
1: what? And to point out again, it's not a battle. The next page, he, Hero just leaps. Adora's like, that sword, give it to me! Touches it, whoops! Which is like, what happened to her sword?
2: Her sword was destroyed at the end of the last um, mini comic. Well, not the sword being destroyed, her gemstone broke.
1: But yet it, it hovers above her head, apparently.
2: But I take that more as, like, an illusion or something that she had lost. Because you also see Hordak covering above her head when she transformed back into Shira 2.
0: Holy crap, I just realized something. When the spirit touches the sword, the spirit of Castle Grayskull appears next to the handle. I didn't notice that.
2: Yeah,
1: like it, like, transfers to her. or, Or, like, something flows.
2: And if you really zoom in on the Sword of Protection while it's hovering above her, you can see that the stone is still cracked. I don't know if it's cracked. I, I think it's a... You got a sharp a sparkly, eye, Kelly. But that it's... goes also all the way back to filmation that when the stone was broken in the Stone and the Sword episode, she was not able to transform because the stone is actually the heart of Etheria. I I'm forget how sure they put in cracked. the classics. I'm
0: not sure if it's cracked. I think it's the, the sparklies that flowed out of the story when she retransforms.
1: transforms. I'm magnifying it, and I'm looking at it. And again, my eyesight is not the best up close.
2: Yeah, I have it zoomed in, and it looks like there is a small, two little lines going across. the, Not the sparklies.
1: Yeah, I don't. My eyesight is not so great. And um, so, um, I, I don't know. I don't see it.
2: Of course, Michelle didn't expect us to be examining this, under a microscope.
1: <laughs> well, they should know by now. We, we are.
2: You know what? I'm going to have to email Axel and find out. Was On page 11, is the sword protection stone cracked or not cracked? Because he would be the one to know that answer.
1: And then a troll and soul catcher spell.
0: So, wait a second, wait a second. Uh, do souls fly around and troll that often that they need a soul catcher spell?
1: Yes.
2: Hey, I'm still shocked that Orko's getting all these spells right.
1: No, no, no. It, it kind of makes sense. How long has Orko been on Eternia now?
2: Hey, like 40 I've years? been around for quite a long time, but we're talking Orko. No,
1: but I'm saying he's been there for years. He, you know, he, his body's not used to the chaotic magic. So given 40 years, he probably got used to it. And He's
0: supposed to, to be very powerful... And he was just pretending to be goofy and so on.
1: Yeah. In classics. True, man. Yeah.
0: He only said what I was gonna say. That all the Egg of the Man at Arms face that's Orko being a jerk and, and screwing up magic just to because he hates Duncan. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't like what Shira. The only thing that Shira says as Shira. Come on, please stop and, kissing up to someone's butt.
0: And no, but that that's a reference to the wannabe bow. And this this mini comic is another proof of my non-serious rant about He-Man and the masters of misogyny. Shira couldn't save herself; she had to be saved by the power sword, as we know. The have- power sword is a male symbol. And then the first she appears half naked, and the first thing she asks is not not for her brother, not for her family. But, for her man.
1: Well, she's delusional right now, you know? She's drained and God knows what her body has gone through, you know, being possessed like that and all that, so. You know, it's saying that she's thinking of the person she loves.
0: Everybody knows it, it should have said there. Kyle, are you there?
2: Kyle or Hawk? Kyle,
0: my love.
2: Or well, Hawk.
0: Kyle, the manliest, most heterosexual man in the universe. Hawk. Women want him. Men want I'll to know. be like him.
1: Uh, wait, isn't Geoff uh Seahawk's real name?
2: I would have to look up what his real name is because I never went. Yes, his to real Jack.
0: name is Jeffrey Blythe. Jeffrey Blythe, a name a name I loathe, I yes. hate, despise almost as much as Sir Laserlot and John Specter. Yes,
1: yeah, so I assumed it was Seahawk.
0: And here we go. Here comes the first one to show up of the new guys is Specter.
1: In the Spider-Man pose. With, yeah. Uh, again, I'm just...
2: Um, I'm, that we, of course, we get that next page. Which makes okay. no
1: sense whatsoever. And is Tila dead?
0: <laughs> See? Masters of misogyny.
1: Well, it would make sense, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, and... It's a good thing to know that I wasted $300 on getting Castle Grace called Joseph. You know that Castle View spent so much money on? Screw (sighs) you, it's gone.
1: Spoiler (laughs)
2: alert.
1: All this was a spoiler. We said spoilers to begin with. Oh, uh, I know. And, uh, uh, okay, so the castle blew up, but we don't see anything. We see the swirl around it, but...
2: That goes on for pages.
1: There's somebody, you know, it looks like well, it looks like the Death Star exploding.
0: Yeah, with the sonic wound.
1: Yeah, and so I keep thinking, did they put a bomb inside of it? It's it's certainly not like a you know, an Independence Day uh blast coming from the spaceship or something.
0: It blew up from within.
1: Yeah, it definitely did blow up from within. And I'm kinda like, Okay, no. We don't know anything. The castle could be rebuilt, a brand new castle could be coming, but still it's like it's supposed to be the big shock moment.
2: You know what it reminds me of? And Cresta, I know you know the scene from My Little Pony. When they blew up the library.
0: <laughs> no.
2: No. No.
0: Don't get me started on that. But I'm, that's still what mourn- I'm still mourning, mourning the golden oak. I'm still mourning the golden oak. Now I have to mourn Castle Grayskull too. Oh no, Crystal Grayskull. <laughs> no, no, no. But the worst is yet to come.
2: Oh, I know.
1: Incredibly bad.
2: But maybe uh, that's the other reason why hero to become hero he has to say by the power of daddy because castle is no longer there.
1: Uh And that last panel is the dumbest panel I can imagine drawing. <laughs> I
0: I just have a question: Is there some mandate to draw Demon Man in exactly the same pose as the as the original artwork? Seriously, Demon Man, give me another pose. <laughs>
1: And well, then it's like, surrender your universe. I am the master now. I'm like, um, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go around the universe, collect a vote. <laughs>
2: hey, at least they fixed the major mistake that Uno is not Orko. Because remember in the comic, he turns out to be Orko.
0: Yeah, the DC comic. Ew, but
1: No, it wasn't uh, Orko. It was um, Horde Prime
0: inside Orko, but still it was Orko's body possessed by Horde Prime. But uh, I got a few issues. Okay. I hate skeleton. Uh Mega Beast is cool. I hate your name one. Demo man he needs a better pose, but Jitsu. Let the nitpicking begin. Uh everyone gets new clothes. Jitsu, same old clothes and another thing. If he, if Jitsu were to have a katana, he would have it on his right side because the left hand is the flesh hand where, where he would be able to pick the katana to take out the katana correctly and from his left hand, from his left side, his left hand won't be able to take it out correctly. And the right side is just a, it's not a mechanical glove like fist those days. It's just a golden, a giant golden hand. So he, the pose looks cool, but it's impractical. Okay. And the little letters at the, the, the wording at the bottom. I have to ask this question, guys, and I want to, hear an honest reply. When you guys read this, did you guys hear Stan Lee's voice?
1: I heard somebody trying to be, but nowhere near Stan Lee.
2: That's what I thought too.
1: A wannabe. Walk- uh, and the comic book turns really down because of that.
0: Seriously, I, I read that, and, it, and I felt like I was doing my bad Stanley impression, but seriously, it, it reeked like, I'm trying to be Stan Lee. Excelsior.
1: Now this, the picture itself, is a standard comic book shop. And so I can't argue with the way it is. I mean, yeah, it's standard comic book, but that paragraph at the bottom is just completely horrible and just um, bad taste, just bad taste all around.
2: And it's also introducing another new character.
1: Yeah,
0: the controversial Illumina. And for those who are not in the know, uh, if you look for her... Something, something. Emiliano Santa Lucia design made the design the original character. She was used for an as for an upcoming Masters of the Universe 2002 comic. Which the comic was came. scrapped. The comic was scrapped. Uh, she was one of the finalists for the creator, what well, not creator character fans' choice for the 2013 sub. The poll was closed one day before it ended, and mysteriously, Geldor won and Illumina lost supposedly Emiliano still owns the rights to the character Illumina, yet she is supposed to appear on the next issue. I don't know what's going on, and this is going to open a huge can of worms on the He-Man fandom. That's all I'm going to say about that.
1: If they mention her in the comic books, I don't know if Emiliano owns.
2: I know they got... I think they got the trademark for that name. And if he didn't have trademark... uh or copyright rights to the name. It might have been up for grabs or there was some kind of deal because, like you said, she was part of the one vote. I remember her being announced at San Diego. DC,
1: I mean, uh, Marvel, I'm mean, sorry, Mattel. Uh, Mattel have pretty good lawyers. They wouldn't be doing that unless everything was settled.
0: And uh, that's That's why I'm going to take the wait-and-see approach, but... I think this may open up a can of worms and I know a lot of people are going to be like Michael Jackson with the popcorn watching the, watching the comments.
2: But that, 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 uh, when the last two mini comics come out
0: with the holiday item, the 60 holiday item, some people say it's lasers, other people say it's the energy zoids. I'm just waiting and see what it is.
2: Energy zoids will probably be a San Diego. I mean, it's more fitting for the, Laser light, He-Man, and Skeletor to be the last items of classics since they were the last items of the Vintage line. So I see it that way. And that would explain why it would be $60. The Twistoids, that's a half of a figure each. I can't see $60 for that.
0: Uh, I couldn't see $30 for King Grey Skull and Glow in the Dark Plastic, but... We ended up that way. Yeah. Logistics and Mattel they work in mysterious ways. Oh
2: that that's right. There's no common sense. But also the mention of your pal Scrollos. Excuse me, I thought it was Songster who did all the narrating throughout Masters. Now we have another narrator?
0: Yeah, they a UK comic, I think it was a UK comic, they had Scrollos who worked kinda like Marvel's Uatu the Watcher.
1: Yeah, he was the one he introduced past things and historical events. You're right, he is the watcher of the multi universe and I don't wanna see a figure of him.
0: Actually, no. I wanna see I actually wanna see a figure of him, but is it me or or is he wearing Doctor Strange's cape?
2: I thought he looked like Doctor Strange. That's how he was in the magazine.
0: Yeah, but I think th- I think they can actually pull him because, I mean they got about, most of the, the body with Eternal Spilast Randor, Decker the normal gloved hands, a new cape, new torso armor, and everything, but I have to, I love the not to super fan Mega Gear Max. We both are veterans for the, of the 20, of the 2000X Stuff in Motu campaign. And he actually spent more time in the Ask Maddie section, pestering Toy Guru to answer stuff. So it, it's kinda cool that he got a, a shout out here. Yes. Well, yeah but the story told, ugh.
2: Yeah, that the staff is just laying around? It's a joke. Enough. I know it,
0: I know it's a joke, but after all the bad taste this comic has left us, this kind of innocent, cute joke feels like another slap in the face, because seriously, they could have used this page to give us a nod, to have a page for a montage with Heeman and and their bonding. There you go. See, this is a wasted page that could have been used to expand the character of there and make him more Even likable.
2: Tell what Adora went through for ten years. Even if it was a splash page showing us some of the things that she did at that arena.
0: And Skrullos is making fun of us when we try to buy crap from Maddie.
2: I know! And that is
1: another slap in the
2: face. Because
1: it's not us. You know, if the joke was on us, fine. You know, but that white screen of death thing that's them and they insult us whenever that happens we hated that thing that's a bad memory and they just rub it in our faces and they even make fun that we're the older crowd
0: yeah like oh hey guys we all know you're 37
1: it's like yeah you know what i'm the only one supporting you because you guys aren't getting the kids because you guys are not making smart decisions
2: yeah you're not uh hitting anyone new you're relying on your old faithful crew who are 30 and 40-year-olds. And, and you slap, slap them in the, the face.
1: I'm getting old. I'm going to die sooner than later. But, you know, it's... And then what? You guys are not replacing. I, Star Wars? Oh, man. Star Wars is getting legions of kids.
0: With Rebels, the new movies, the Lego games. The
1: theme parks, all that stuff. They're building an army of kids.
2: Same with fans. Tr- Farmers, same with My Little Pony. Oh, wait, Hasbro, Disney. Oh, wait, they know what people want. Mattel relies too much on their older lines. Even Barbie went down in sales. Hot Wheels went down in sales.
1: Well, now I give them credit. They're they're trying to get the kids back.
2: It might be too late.
1: It's going to take a while. I think Barbie will be around. It's gonna take a long.
2: And
0: Hot Wheels may take a, may, might take a rebound, but aside Barbie or Hot Wheels, Mattel's got nothing. Once they lose the DC license, and the WWE license,
2: and they've already lost the Disney Princess license, to Hasbro. I know. And Hasbro's coming out with something directly in line with their Ever After dolls, and you know what? I prefer Hasbro's versions.
1: And I know DC Comics is not happy with Mattel, right? When that license goes up, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't think Hasbro's going to pick it up again. I think uh, probably Jack's Pacific or... uh,
0: Or Playmates.
1: Well, Playmates, Jack's Pacific and Playmates has a good chance. NECA is not good with licensing. They're horrible.
0: Yeah, they do three characters, and then if you're lucky, you get a wave two.
2: And if they go to Jack's Pacific, then they're dealing with Scott again. He's in charge of the collectibles and the boys franchises. And, and they a good honest, That could explain why we saw some mu- so much kissing up. But again, the DC
1: license did okay for a while, and then they just ran it to the ground.
0: And remember, in the early 2000s, this is before Scott, Mattel was able to run a Batman line all the way to the floor. How the hell do you screw up Batman? And right now, he barely staying alive because of us, and... I'm, so, I'm sorry, Scott, but this whole Scrawlers bit was in bad taste. And and I mean, this is worse than blowing up Castle Grayskull. But probably you didn't care anymore because you were leaving Mattel, so it was like, ask this. Not cool, man. Not cool, Castle.
1: Well, I saw it as a um, sort of like, an, like a tribute to the Star Comics because the last Star Comics issue, it had He-Man in the future and the last battle was Skeletor and He-Man tore down uh, Castle Grayskull on uh, Snake on um, Skeletor. In order to beat Skeletor, He-Man destroyed Castle Grayskull. Which is like, okay, okay, sure, yeah, okay, you can do it. And nothing says it can't be rebuilt. Nothing says you can't make a Castle Grayskull 2. Or, you know, or just use magic to rebuild it and all that. But still, it's like, why? There was no build-up. There was... Nothing. It just blew up. Crystal was a,
0: a cheap Chuck value that but, but I mean, the scrolls thing to me was far worse than the Castle thing.
1: And I agree with you. I mean, that, again, you're making fun of your fans, okay? Are we supposed to feel bad that we're toy collectors? You know, really? I'm supposed to, you know, uh, you know I'm 40 years old and I'm buying these figures. I'm supposed to feel bad because you know what? You're not bringing the kids. That's your fault.
0: Uh, but it's like, okay... We were one of the reasons you had food on your table. And this is how you repay us, by making fun of us. Not cool. Not cool at all.
1: Yeah, and the white screen of death, too. I mean, sheesh.
0: Okay, Uh I know that parody is supposed to punch up, but this in this case, this is punching down, because this is a company making fun of the customers. It's not the same as the customers making fun of the company, because the company is the one who's making the product that we end up buying. We can make fun of them, because we're punching oh. up, but... But the company making fun of the people who buy their products, is
1: like, that's just poor taste. And, you know, I can't disagree with the joke, okay? I, I get the, the, the main idea of the joke. The joke would be funny in itself if they they built it up a little differently instead of insulting. You know, it could have, you know, and if you drew it a little lighter, I mean, a little more cartoony, and it said, oh, here's the mystery of how Tila got her snake stuff. You know, and just a quick drawing thing. Dad, can I use this? Sure. Okay. That would have been funny. But yeah, it, it does just insult the fans before and the end of it.
0: So it's like... yeah, there's... I mean, they could have... The oh, please, we know we know you're 37. They could have said... If they had said it in a way that wasn't dismissing, like, I know you're really big fans, kids, because you are 37 or something, or you've been with me for 30 years or something, maybe something like praising us for sticking with the brand for all those years. But no, it's like, oh, please, you're 37. It's like... You should be spending money on other stuff than not, and not toys. Okay, it's a good thing that this comic was only going for subscribers, cause if it, if it was going for everybody, I guess the day of sales would be a lot lower for Mattel after having them slap us in the face. Okay, I think we're done. I freaking hate this comic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just a reminder guys, this month, Um, On Maddie Collector, you can get your evergreen items. You can get your giant Zodak or any of the other giants. You can get your minis if you're missing any of those lovelies. There is no new Masters of the Universe Classics for March.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of bad aftertaste with fans, uh March Early Access, it had Tila, it had Evil Lin, it had Randman, it had Modulok, it had Granamir, but it wasn't advertised, and I just found, the moment I found out every, of the, everything was sold out, I was like, damn it!
1: I missed out, I had no intentions of getting up early and hitting it, because I had no reason to. Um...
0: No, no, I there was no reason to check the site, but yeah, they throw this surprise, and it's like, I found out after everything was gone. Man, that's not cool, man. They should have told us, like, oh, keep checking early access every month. We're going to have some surprises. It tells us to check out the site, but doesn't tell us what we're getting. So that way they can avoid the whole, oh, scalpers brought everything, bought everything. The limits on those items were one, as I was sold by someone who was actually able to get stuff. I think that was in poor form as well from Mattel. I mean, cool that they were selling the items but in poor form, not telling us subscribers... Oh, you really should check Early Access this month. When the Early Access email said, Oh, we have giant Sodak.
1: I would have been more upset if they had uh, King Grayskull, the spirit of King Grayskull.
0: I think the only thing that lasted after the Early Access was the fighting foemen.
2: I would like to thank our friends over at He-Man.org for their continuing support. And remember to get all your up-to-the-minute news on anything Masters of the Universe related at... Email. org and get your evergreen items this month at MaddieCollector. Till next time, good journey.
0: wishing you good journey. good journey. wishing you a good journey. And I'm sorry, Scott, it's not personal. It's business.
2: Okay, Trump.